Chasing and get high up I know that I'ma die Reaching for a life that I don't really need at all all right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos, 877-37-GRIND is your number to participate. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Maestro de Bell Tequila. Keep in mind, it's a source from a single estate using the finest 100% blue agave. All right, keep in mind also that Maestro de Bell is the official tequila of the PGA Tour as well, and it's the official tequila of the sports grind and official sponsor of the sports grind as well too maestro de bell 877-37-GRIND all right so uh, a couple other things uh to get to i think i've covered everything that kind of popped out uh in week two of preseason action um like i said it's going to conclude tonight uh with the commanders uh with the ravens and again we get another regardless whether we're not going to see lamar jackson or not we get another chance to look at this newly offensive system uh that baltimore has implemented um also it's going to be you know they're getting jk dobbins back it's also going to be interesting to see what kind of pitch count Dobbins is going to be on because, you know, I think that's going to maybe give them a little bit of depth at the running back position. But keep in mind, he was out uh, for the most part of last year. So and again, you know, if Sam Howell is named the starter, I don't know if you're going to see Sam Howell tonight. But with Ron Rivera, you never know uh, with Ron. Um, so and I think they're going to have probably some defensive starters out um, as well, too. Um, also, uh, what else have we got going on? We got some over and unders that we need to do. Uh, we'll circle back and do that uh, here in the last segment coming up here after a while. Uh, switching gears a little bit because I wanted to go into college. Um, and I brought it up in the opening of the show in the first hour about Deion Sanders' manager, uh, Coach Prime, who came to an agreement uh, with, I guess, Amazon in regards to do a DACO. And I know you're telling me, Jonas, that this is really no, the Colorado, the University of Colorado is not getting any, they're not getting compensated for this. They're just getting the exposure, right? Yeah, and they understand that too. Uh, Amazon did do in the reporting uh, that I you know, pulled earlier, the um, I think for USA Today, uh, the reporting um, said that Michigan did a deal with Amazon back in 2017. Now, the school did receive payment from that one so this one is a little bit of an outlier uh in this situation yeah because coach prime is the outlier i mean coach prime ever since he stepped on you know the athletic field out of florida state university the professional athletic field he's been a businessman about his too now to me the crazy thing about this too is that which i didn't touch on this a few weeks ago but you know dion's back with nike um and i'm old enough to remember um, keep in mind, you know, and if you haven't seen the movie Air, you need to go watch it. But Nike at the time hadn't been too far removed. By the time Dion started dealing with Nike, they hadn't been too far removed from signing Michael Jordan as their first real athlete outside of track and field. And Bruce Jenner. <laughs> man, ain't something. Wow. You know, what times can change, man. You know, what one family can do to a man, just break him down to nothing. Don't even want to be one anymore. That's that damn Kardashians, man. Bruce Jenner was the first one with a Nike deal, really. Okay? 
And the Kardashians just totally broke him down. But hey, each his own, man. Each his own. But let me, I'm getting sidetracked. You have to remember Nike. <laughs> you see, Jonas turns red every time I go to these places. You know, you have to look at Nike wasn't too far away from just having, you know, Olympic Bruce Jenner triathlon. Okay. All right. And you had to deal with Jordan. And then shortly, not too long after that, the next one in line, Andre Agassi, still one of the great, still probably the greatest Nike tennis shoe made. I remember, man, I had to have like, I, I had to have like two pair like of the same kind of, because those were just like, when I played in those, it, th those are just like, you know, those, those, those up there and those in the rafters, man. If I was a sneakerhead, I would have went and found those by now. But I'm not. Because I'm 46 and got other priorities. But shortly after Agassi, and you know, we know the bow nose, you know, that was early on, but prime time. I think they were called, if I remember, because I had a pair of them, I think they were called the Diamond Turfs. They were like a shoe that was basically football slash baseball. And if, if I remember, the tongue on the shoe. Was that it? Was I close? Yeah, the Nike Air Diamond Turf. Okay, man, I remember things I want to remember. Sometimes I can't remember. Somebody Facebooked me two days ago with a question. I can't remember, but I can remember some shoes about 30 years ago because I had to get them. Diamond Turf. And the thing was, you know, Dion was, they had the campaign, you know, have baseball, for, but he was a big deal to Nike. But he had fell off and lost the part. And what's crazy, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because, remember, when he was at Jackson State, he used his name and he used his connections to get a deal with Under Armour for the school. You know, Jackson State, you know, um, an HBCU school. Look, there's not a lot of big shoe companies and shoe brands that are breaking down the doors to get in bed with HBCU. I'm just telling you, the exposure they get is not that great. I mean, it's better now since Coach Prime left. You know, even though he had to sit there in our community, oh man, you live in your sellout, you're living for the money. Uh, what are you talking about, man? He left, he put, he did more for the HBCUs, colleges, the black colleges, just from coaching Jackson State. He evidently, from coaching his son in AAU or whatever that was, competitive football, up until now, the man wanted to coach, which you very rarely find one of the goats wanting to coach because their expectations too high. But, uh, you know, a Dion, Coach Prime is embracing that. But the reality of it is he had to go to use his name and his, his, his connections to get Under Armour to fund the uniforms, to do the, the help pay in. And the so to me, it's crazy that Nike came back to him a few years ago. Now, I think Colorado, if I'm not mistaken, the University of Colorado has been a Nike school, if I'm not mistaken. You can correct me if I'm wrong. You know, I know Oregon, of course, that's the home of Phil Knight. They've been Nike. Alabama's a Nike school. University of Texas is a Nike school. They got their imprints on a lot. But I think Dion, they, for one, I think I heard they're bringing that shoe back, by the way, because it's retro. But, you know, it was a big deal to get Dion back home. So he now that he's with Colorado, he signed again with Nike. Him personally, not just the school, him personally, because they feel like, man, you went to Under Armour. We can't have Coach Prime and those. But that was the time HBC. I thought that was very interesting because I think people fail to forget. And especially if you're not old enough, Deion Sanders, he was probably, I would say, fourth or fifth on the list of really important athletes in those early 90s and mid 90s that really helped nike that whole division of what we see now when guys are getting 200 million shoe deals whatever dion was into doing in football 
in baseball, that was kind of rare. Like, see, we had seen basketball get the shoe deals, the Jordans, the Magic and Bird with Converse. Man, winning ways is making Jerry West look like a crazy maniac. I know Jerry West was kind of upset, but I mean, I watched episode two last night of Winning Ways. But the Magic and Bird, you know, the Converse. And then back, but football and baseball. So Coach Prime is just getting them, them direct deposits. Now, Roos is going to come home to Roos here pretty soon that we're going to have to look at this product of 70-plus transfer portals. And they open up with TCU, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's week one TCU, non-conference game. I don't know, I don't know what to expect of TCU this season. Um, I think what they had last year, I think that's – you know, I don't like to throw the word around fluke, but I think the foundation of what they are building down in TCU, you know, after the fact of Gary Patterson and everything he's done down there with that university, I think they're going to write it. That's going to be a tough one uh, for Coach Prime, but we'll see. But I just think the fact that the, the exposure and the University of Colorado should be okay because they're getting a gang of exposure. Because to me, it's a win-win in partnership, in my opinion. There's not too many universities, regardless of his success or getting recruits to come to an all-black college in Jackson State, top recruits. There's not probably too many universities, if any others, that were going to give Coach Prime the type of control that the athletic department and the AD and the president at the University of Colorado gave Dion. And that just goes, you know, people in desperate situations do desperate things and a point of leverage. They needed a B12 shot in that in that program. And especially with the faltering Pac-12 and the time right enough to get ready to go to the Big 12. That Nebraska game, though, against Matt Rule, that, that one, I think that one comes in like in week three or four. That's going to be one that I'm really going to see because we talked about it last Friday or Thursday about that rivalry uh, that's still important to some people in the Colorado region and then Nebraska, that kind of old rivalry going back to the old days when they shared a conference. So, again, we're a weekend. This weekend we get it popping. Now, I don't think Colorado opens, correct me if I'm wrong, Jonas, but I don't think they play to what, September 2nd or something like that? Yeah, September 2nd is TCU, and then Nebraska is actually week two on the 9th. Okay, I knew it was in week two or three, but it's the 9th. Yeah, I think I'm putting more stock in that Nebraska because I feel like they're almost in the same situation. I think Matt Rule had better groceries left in the cabin, in the the pantry, I should say, than, than Coach Prime did, but I think where the programs are both kind of falling off and really especially... The University of Nebraska. I mean, black shirts. They ain't been black shirts. They used to give defense. All their defense, Bill, we wearing black shirts. You had to go back to the Tom Osborne. They've been like faded gray for a while. They ain't had no black shirts in Nebraska. So I'm more interested in seeing that week two matchup than TCU. But let me tell you something. Coach Prime pulls off an upset against TCU week one. He's going to be must-see TV on press conferences, Jonas. We're going to be probably playing his bites a lot on this show. Win yeah, or lose. Cause I think, all year. Yeah, because I think win, and lo- win or lose, Coach Prime's going to give you some, some, some zingers. He's going to give you some hot takes. He's going to spit some hot fire on the mic. That, I, I, can't, I can't wait. I mean, we're almost there, though. 877-37-GRIND. Also sticking with college. Now, this wasn't on the docket because this is kind of breaking news that's coming out there as I'm doing this in real time. I haven't had a chance to digest all of this. But it's coming across my feed that I guess the University of Michigan 
um, has supposed a self-banned or self-suspension on Coach Harbaugh, which, correct me if I'm wrong, Jonas, am I seeing this right? This is a three-game self-imposed suspension from the University of Michigan, or am I off by games? Uh, no, it is three games. Uh, Adam Rittenberg at ESPN uh, sharing the univer- the athletic director's statement today where he said, while the ongoing NCAA matter continues through the NCAA process, today's announcement is our way of addressing mistakes that our department has agreed to in an attempt to further that process. We will continue to support Coach Harbaugh, his staff, and our outstanding student-athletes. Per the NCAA's guidelines, we cannot comment further until the matter is resolved. So, real quick, uh, just seeing this in real time and knowing how this has been going back and forth from the NCAA and the University of Michigan and Harbaugh, I mean, we touched on it earlier on last week in regards to, um, you know, NCAA really rejecting their first offer, or I should say Harbaugh's offer in regards to this violation, this recruiting violation. Um, So, what this seems to me is – you know, this has all been sold to a bunch of us, unless you're in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and you cover the team in the big house. On the outside, the rest of us across the country and across the region, this has been sold to us as a minor injury. I'm not injury, a minor um, violation. Okay, minor violation. But when I hear that they have, for one, the NCA rejected Harbaugh's first proposal of his what his punishment should be. And they couldn't really come to an agreement with that. And then all of a sudden, I see Michigan coming and putting their own three self-game ban or suspension on it. This lets me know that this might be a little bit more serious. And keep in mind, what, what was first reported, it wasn't really the violation that has the NCA hotter than fish grease. It's the cover-up. It's the lying through the, to, through the investigation. Supposedly, Harbaugh tried to steer them a different way when they're coming to talk to him about these things. And I think that's what have them pissed off, and that's the reason. So maybe that's the severity of it. But if you have Michigan taking upon themselves to give him three games, and I and go look at what Michigan's first three games are. <laughs> Who's the fourth game? Let, let me see. Give, give me the when you get a chance. I want to see what's the first three games, and what is the game he's coming back to. So he's going to miss East Carolina, UNLV. My alma mater, Bowling Green. Um, and then uh, he'll be back for Rutgers on September 23rd. Uh, sources telling ESPN, too, uh, that Harbaugh will be allowed to coach throughout the week, but will not be allowed to be on the sidelines, of course. Now, that tells you that screams that's a university suspension. Because he's in on the punishment. He said, hey, I'll take it, but i got to coach my guys. Okay. Well, the NCAA, let's see if the NCAA, because this might not be over. Because the NCAA might still come. Okay, y'all gave him three. Nice effort. Now, y'all slide in the first base. But we're going to come back and add another two to three of that. We want to miss some of them Big Ten games. One more time, because I wanted to know really who's fourth game. Give me that start again. Give me them first three again. Uh, East Carolina, uh, UNLV. And Bowling Green. Michigan is a top three AP team, a previous year Final Four team. The realignment in the Super Conference can't get here fast enough. What in the hell do they got Bowling Green on their schedule for? What in the hell are they do playing those first two games? 
This is what we're talking about, man. This is the reason why screw the traditions. I hate to be harsh about it, but the traditions went out the window a long time ago when big B's and billionaires uh, TV deals were done for billionaire networks and coaches making millions and a hundred million to change your accent to Louisiana South, like Brian Kelly did coming from South Bend. That that is a ridiculous schedule. I, you know what? I haven't even looked at the lines, and I will tell you their lowest spread in all three of them games is gonna be damn near about 30, 28 and a half point spread ridiculous and to be fair you can go read me alabama's first starting three you can read me georgia's first starting three and i'll say the same thing this is the reason why this whole musical chairs and alignment and little sisters of the poor getting left by the wayside this is what is better for what we're paying for our entertainment that nobody wants to see bowling green at michigan we need to do away with the Rydell Bowl games. And what the Rydell is, these is equipment. Well, we just going to write a check for a half a million dollars to come kick your ass. And credit to Coach Prime, he didn't fall for that at Jackson State. He's like, man, I'm not taking this money for y'all just to come beat up my kid. Like, we ain't on the same level as them. Credit to Coach Prime for that. Michigan is minus 36 favorites on, against man. East Carolina. Come on, man. That stuff needs to be done with, man. The right elbow. Need to stop getting these kids coming and getting their ass kicked for a half a million dollar check for the school, man. Come on. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. We are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. Texas summers can get hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary Mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great, bold, and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. Shake things up with Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary Mix made with premium ingredients and crafted for a bold and savory taste, whether with your favorite vodka or with the pre-mixed ready-to-drink cans. Zing Zang, America's favorite Bloody Mary and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please Zing Zang responsibly. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the sports grind. Youngsters, this I don't. This is this isn't from my era. I mean, I've heard this song, but I couldn't tell you who this youngster is. Who is this? I think I think the female is Dochi. I think I've heard of that. By the way, I don't know. Anyway, the song's jam. Okay, 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's fine. I knew it was a youngster because I hadn't really heard all that. Don't keep up too much of the youngsters. But anyway, back here on the Sports Grind. Today's show was presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We have been broadcasting here from the Maestro Dobell Tequila Studios. And this last segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. All right. We all know that summers can get real hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great bold and delicious taste that you already know only much hotter shake things up with zing zang blazing bloody mary mix made with the premium ingredients and careful for a bold and savory taste that is zing zang official sponsor of the sports grind and keep in mind don't forget zing zang responsibly all right well what it is is that we've got a list of usa today has give us the top list. We got to, we'll do the over-unders here in a little bit, um, and we'll touch on a little bit tonight if we have time to run up Monday Night Football. But USA Today, before we leave the college scene. So the last thing about the Harbaugh thing, I don't. this might not be done yet because I don't know if the NCAA, if that's going to be enough to satisfy their palate. Okay. And why we call it a palate, I have no idea. But anyway. USA Today came out with there, and I just want to really, I don't want to spend too much time. We're not diving into all these one by one, but I just want to see if it kind of matches, if I can understand where they're coming from. But USA Today did a top 10 list of the hottest seats for the coaches that are coming into the collegiate level, the college season. So what are we, what are, what are they talking about? Yeah, Scooby Axon over at USA Today. This is his list. Okay. We have an obvious offender on here it's not quite 10 i feel, feel like closer to six okay well six is fine uh we do have some honorable let's start with the honorable mentions here houston's dana holgerson um you know he came from west virginia um his stop before this that's what i mean by that he had stopped before the university of houston was west virginia um I mean, he's had his team. I mean, they've had some upsets here and there over the last couple of years. I think maybe, if anything, that's a style type of thing. Um, maybe his fit for the university, considering, because aren't they getting ready? Where's the University of Houston going to, Big right? 12. Big 12, yeah. They might, you know, he was in the Big 12 with West Virginia. Maybe they're looking at a bigger name, but um, they don't, they have him as an honorable mention, right? Yeah, I think it would have to get real ugly, I think, for Dana Holgerson to lose his job uh, after this year before. Because that's another thing. Like, I say that. But do you really want to go into a new conference doing a transition of the coach? You kind of want some stability. So I think he'll be okay. But keep it going. Uh, two other honorable mentions. Uh, we have Jeff Halfley, Boston College, and then uh, Mario Cristobal in Miami. I won't talk on the Boston College one because I'm not too familiar with that situation. Haven't followed them um, of late over the last few years. I'm used to, but not anymore. So the next one was, um, give me that Florida, right? Cristobal? Yeah, Cristobal in Miami. Cristobal is the one that came from Oregon, right? He took the job. Yeah, just double check that. I think he left Oregon and and went over to... um, the University of Miami, if I'm thinking of the same guy, right? You are. Okay. The U. And he's on honorable mention? Correct. 
Yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't even know what his is, but I would tell you his buyout's probably going to be too big for them to walk away. Because if they fired him after this season, they'd be walking away from oh, after two seasons, if I'm not mistaken. Or th- is this his third one coming? This might be, even if it's his third season coming into this, would probably his buyout would probably be too big. Leaving Oregon, I know, I know that's his. You know, I know he's at the University of Miami. I think that's even his alma mater, if I'm not mistaken. I guarantee you, his buyout is probably a little bit too expensive to let him go. Even even if this is the third year, not the second year. But something tells me it can't be no more than three. This is year two. Okay, I thought so. So yeah, in year nah. one, he was five and seven. Yeah, he ain't he ain't going nowhere. He that that's too rich for their blood to to uh, cut that out. Yeah, hey, Miami they can't they ain't got them boosts no more, man. That 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 yayo, that yayo ain't coming through Miami like it used to, man. They they got they got more eyes on the water. Anyway, keep it going. Well, to those with their butts getting warm on the hot seat, uh, Mel Tucker at Michigan State. Mel Tucker, they doing his brother like Scooby this. Scooby Axon has him on his list. We'll do Mel Tucker, his brother, like this. Yeah, I mean, he already beat. He's at Michigan State and already got Harbaugh a couple times. I mean, he, you know, he again. This is a basketball school. I would say Michigan State, home of Urban Magic Johnson, is a basketball school. Tom H to the Izzo. He, that this basketball. I think Tucker. I mean, that's a guy from Nick Saban tree. <sighs> it would cost seventy-seven million. God. To get rid of him. Hey, well, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to do some black-on-black crime, but Tucker's ass should not have no $77 million buyout in his contract. This is ridiculous. Like, why? if we're worrying about the kids getting NIL money and there's no rules in this transfer portal, okay, and I've got coaches that coach in Pitt and Narduzzi calling out Dion, but, oh, this overhaul, I wouldn't do things like that. Let's worry about the buyouts that these contracts that these universities have to get in. I love Mel Tucker. I don't love him. That's just I like him. Okay, we ain't got too many brothers coaching Division One colleges as it is. Okay, but that brother don't deserve no $77 million buyout for Mel Tucker. But I will tell you, that alone is going to keep his ass at Michigan State. So, no, keep it going. He's fine. All right. Eli Drinkwitz at Mizzou. Not qualified to speak on that. I don't know if that should be accurate or not. Not on my radar. I'm always going to keep it real with you. I ain't going to sit here to try to fake it like I don't know what I'm talking about if I don't know. Keep it going. Fair enough. Uh, Brent, uh, Brent Venables at OU. I would say this, too. Unless Brett has a dumbass agent, which I don't know if he does. He probably is represented by Jimmy Sexton, the guy that's running a monopoly of agencies in Division One college football. His buyout still. I mean, he's setting the witness protection program at Clemson under, uh, under Dabo Sweeney for long. I would think he negotiated a healthy buyout. It, look, it looked bad last year. I don't think they scored a touchdown in the robbery game between the University of Texas, Red River. I think they got blanked and got like 50, 60 put on them, if I remember correctly. His buyout's going to save him. Let's see what this team looks like, though. I didn't like the fit from the get-go. It didn't make any sense. You went from Bob Stoops to Lincoln Riley to Brett Venables, a defensive minor. It didn't make sense. So, But I will tell you, his buyout saves him. Ain't no way they can. And they got money in Norman when it comes to football. I mean, that that's the other professional team besides the Oklahoma Thunder, the only ones they got. But the buyout's going to save him probably. Keep it going. I'm Mike Bloomgren at Rice, another team stepping into the AAC. My niece graduated from Rice. Rice is for smart. But the Rice, I'm, I'm more worried about, I don't care if Rice is competitive in football or not. The Rice is putting people into NASA. Rice is making doctors, okay? I, like, at the end of the day, Rice 
who cares? And, and like I said, my niece graduated from there. I, I that that's one of those that keep it moving, man. I mean, I don't know if he is or not, but come on, Rice. Yeah, Axon, keep it going. Axon notes that Rice has only won ten or more games three times in a hundred and nine years of the program. There you go. But they're 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 burping the youth and the the brightness minds of a future of America, and that is hard to do right now because that litter that we're picking from that other generation is tough. Okay. Every time I go buy something and I got a cash register, somebody and they can't, the machine go, the calculator go down and they looking like, oh, I think that, man, just keep the change. The hell's wrong with y'all, man? Like, damn, how the hell did you, I can't even imagine. There's a generation that couldn't even made it through school without Google. I promise you that. I would have probably graduated valedictorian if I would have had Google and all the information it got. And come on, keep it going. All right, Dino Babers, former Falcon, BGSU, Uh, Syracuse. Yeah, this brother here, I mean, he's bought some energy to Syracuse, another one. Basketball school, home of Bayheim, Carmelo, go back, Derek Coleman back in the day. This is a basketball school, and they play in that queue, that that dome they came. Like, you can't get another football facility for them. They play in that damn thing, home of Donna McNabb, by the way. But you know what? He started six and zero last season, if I remember. And then the wheels yep. fell off. And then he had, lost six yeah. of the last seven at, to, yeah, to close well. out the year. Overall, he's thirty six and forty nine across seven seasons. I could see it. He's been there a minute. I could see a change in that. I could see. And, and you know what? And and another thing, they could let him go just because. I, uh, my, what's my man's name again? Mel, uh, not Mel Tucker. What's his name again? The guy we're talking about? Dino Babers. Dino Babers. Yeah, they should let him go because I can tell that brother's still spray paint. Like his hairline, like I know he's gone bald. He has that spray, that hair on stuff. Some of that stuff maybe LeBron used. They should fire his ass just for that. Shouldn't say that, by the way. But anyway, keep it going. Uh, Butch Jones, Arkansas State. Sunbelt, Funbelt. Yeah, there's got to be some serious action for me to pay attention to Arkansas State. Um, Not really that qualified to talk about them. Don't really know too much about their situation, so we can keep it moving. You got it. Neil Brown, West Virginia. That's one of those that that's a tough play. Look, let's just keep it 100, as the youngsters say. Entering year three. Yeah. No cap, as the youngsters say. That's a hard place to recruit. In West Virginia, Mountaineer country, for football, that's a tough place to recruit. Home of Geno Smith, right? The future Hall of Famer Geno Smith, the way y'all tell it after last season. That's a tough place to recruit. Yeah, I could see it, but who 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 can go in there? You need a Nick Saban or Irvin Meyer to go in Mountaineer country to get the top recruits to compete in that school. That's my opinion. They'll keep some decent defenses, but other than that, no, keep it going. All right. Uh, Danny, Gonza- uh, Danny Gonzalez at New Mexico. New Mexico. They lost nine consecutive to finish last year. I think we breached parts of Lobos in New Mexico, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been trash for the last. They've been trash for a while. They've been trash. I mean, to me, that's another one. It doesn't really matter. I mean, this is what I'm talking about. Some of these schools like New Mexico, Rice, they football is not for. They can't compete on this level where we're at football. We just need to kind of, like you said, cut the fat. I know it sounds harsh. The purists, oh, you're reaching traditions. What are we doing, man? Wake up. We need to get the, like, come on. They they can't really compete. And it hurts me to say that because I know there's fine people in New Mexico. But that, it is what it is. It's tough. It's tough sledding. Keep going. Tom Allen at Indiana. Tough conference, man. 
basketball six and school. eighteen over the last two years. <clears throat> basketball school. Mike Brown, um, not Scar, not Mike Brown, uh, but Coach Woodson. Mike Woodson is just now trying to restore some respectability at the University of Indiana in basketball. That's a challenging school for football. So it doesn't really on that one. I've watched enough of them, the big team. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter who they get. So keep going. All right, and there, the list is ten. Um, the big fish sitting there at the top. Let Jimbo me guess. Yeah, Fisher. So, yeah, come on, man. Come on. This is what. Let me guess. Jimbo's going into um, year six. Year six. Kind of remember whenever I do that. When I'm trying, mm, kind of remember the Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, Lutz, Chief Lutz. You know, and Eddie's working through the whole thing, and uh, Johnny Wishbone. Johnny, we trying to guess. Are you probably, I don't even know. You didn't even see Beverly Hills Cop 2, did you? I think I've seen the first one. Oh, man. Amazing. We made it this far. Um, Just a, just a totally opposite. That's the age gap, though. Jimbo, look, I didn't like the fact that they hired, they basically hired another offensive coordinator in Bobby P, okay, to really help him. He hasn't developed a quarterback. He hasn't found that quarterback. That's shocking to me because there's one thing I thought Jimbo was going to be able to do is find him a card. And I'm sorry. I know he's 210's own. His dad used to listen to my show. I'm sorry. Kellen Mond is booty juice. He's not an NFL quarterback. I don't even know who's right. He's on somebody's roster right now. Oh, Cleveland? Oh, come on. Yeah, he, he ain't no way he's going to keep it over DT. What do you call him? DTR, whatever the hell that young kid's name. You ain't keeping him over there. So, no. Yeah, he's on the hot seat. But go tell me what Jimbo's buyout is, though. Uh, $80 million. My goodness. I mean, are you serious? That's the true problem in college football sports is the coaches. And I don't like to be hating on people getting their money or whatever it could be because ain't nobody put a gun up to these ADs to tell them to tell their agents to sign it. Jimmy Sexton, the best agent in college sports, ain't walking in there with the ski mask or the President Nixon hat on and just heisting them. Like this is point break or something. Ain't nobody making them sign it. Like, we need to stop that. 80 So, tech, you know what? And honestly, the truth of it is, if it's not for his buyout, he probably got fired after this season. I mean, if you really want, I mean, he could have fired him about two years ago if it wasn't for the buyout. I think two years ago would have been premature. But right now, as we entered, we had year five. We go into year six, yes. But again, it comes down to what is their quarterback situation going to look like? And uh, again, they play in the SEC West, and that's the gauntlet. You know, he was able to beat Alabama once since he's been there, um, if I'm not mistaken, from memory. And I guess, you know, again, unlike Kevin Sumlin, that was weather before, he's able to find a way to beat LSU. And, again, he hasn't really faltered. Now, I will say this. They fought last year. They, I haven't seen a, a team, an Aggie team, that just quits on Jimbo. And I think all this top recruiting class they had a year ago. But um, I said this before, and I'll say it again. If you want to be serious about football, and I'm talking about the University of uh, Texas A&M. They're still UT's cousin or little sisters or brothers, whatever you want to call them. But they got money up there. They got oil money, too, that runs through that ag country up there. All right. And I do feel like if you really want to win and it's the SEC, you know what? You got to eat that 70, 80. Because that it's see, it's different from letting Mel Tucker ride at Michigan State because he got a 70 million. I promise you, if you look up Mel Tucker's agent, I promise you, I don't even know this, but that has to be Jimmy Sexton. Because how in the hell does Mel Tucker only have 10 million less than Jimbo Fisher in a buyout? 
It's not his agent. I, 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 so Mel Tucker, I wonder who Mel Tucker's agent is. Uh, apparently, it's Neil Cornrich. Okay, maybe he's an understudy, Jimmy said. I don't know, but the, think about that. $10 million only less no, than Jimbo. That's that's the problem in college sports, to be honest with you, because you got some of these coaches that are hanging on and keeping the chance from other brothers getting a chance of other coaches because the university just can't afford to buy them out. Michigan State, I can see them letting them ride. Say, hey, man, we ain't paying this brother $70 million to go away. No way. Ain't going to pay him. They ain't paying Mel Tucker that just to sit over there. Not that brother. Now you got him, you, but you got the university at AM that ran to the SEC that said, hey, Texas, we don't like the fact that y'all think y'all big badass in the Big 12. We're going where the big boys play. We're going to the SEC. Well, y'all wanted to be about football. If you want to win, spend the money. And I'm not giving them a, a, a pass on. It should be it's a ridiculous buyout, but they got to eat that. They got to eat that. Same situation. You get put situations that in life. Same thing with the Penner family and, 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 and with Denver, the Penner group. Russ don't perform. It could be a lot of different factors of that. And I'll tell you, number one, it's going to be about this offensive line. But you know what? Sometimes you got to have Sean say, man, I tried. You got to eat that 43. Ooh, it's going to sting like, but you got to eat it. Okay. That's about three, four mall Walmarts in like two or three different states. I don't mean nothing. You know, just write that off if it don't work that way. Put a little something for a little future, too. Put their ass on a plane and get them on if they ain't going to say. But I'm I'm going to be the one, like other than everybody else in the media is covering Russ. Oh, technically, didn't he get benched? He only played one series and he got benched. Didn't he get pulled for stepping? No, you dumbass. It's talk about the first time they couldn't get nothing right. And this time they got a field goal try out of their first possession. Maybe it's like, okay, and he ran for 18 yards. Maybe Sean saw what he needed to see. But the media is so much wanting to be on Russ about, oh, is that a benching? No, it's not a benching, man. You'll know when it's a benching. Trust me. If we get to that point at this time of the season, you'll know when it's going to be a benching. Do we run out of time for our over and unders? Yeah. Okay, we'll have to double up tomorrow. It seems like it's taking forever to get to divisions. We're going to have to burn through divisions because, I mean, this thing going to kick off here before you know it. But anyway, all right, man, that is a wrap for today. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark. San Antonio, Aveline, people up in Lubbock, people up in Tyler, people in El Paso, people up in the Mile High City in Denver, Colorado, and my people down the whole 305 South Florida region and my people down there in Laredo. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning, before you hit the snooze button, before you roll out the rack, just ask yourself, you grinding? Peace. See you tomorrow. When life sounds too much like this. It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York.
Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits, and world-class wine to chips, dips, and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here.